0: Oh, yeah, quite possible Anyway, oh, welcome back
1: <laughs> Welcome back to this uh, thing we like to call a podcast But it's just really us Oh my god, are you
0: fucking kidding me? Bro, Rude! Uh, I
2: don't even know what to say Welcome to the Hot Potter Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jakeon.
1: And I'm Caitlin. And on this podcast, we read and talk about Harry Potter fan fiction that makes us all, dare we say, hot and pottered. Disclaimer, we do not own Harry Potter. All rights reserved to J.K. Rowling and Warner Brothers. We're just doing this for fun.
2: And hide your kids, hide your wives, because this shit's explicit.
1: Ooh, so smutty.
2: EX x x bless gregory
1: too close to the mic dude you are too close to the mic
2: uh,
1: be deep throat in that mic welcome back to the JCon uh, deep throats that mic uh, podcast
2: all, all, hey. oh hey my- God. Welcome uh, to this week's episode of the Hot and Butter Podcast, oh I'm your God. host Jake Heine.
1: And I'm Caitlin And welcome um, back this, this week we're gonna continue to read chapter 8
2: Continue, oh, yeah
1: Sorry again uh, We don't have we any are.
2: excuses uh, Last week was awesome
1: <laughs> Have you listened to it yet? It's no. finished I, I no. It's finished, have you listened to it?
2: No. It was it, awesome, though. I it enjoyed it greatly. Cool.
1: It was a bitch to edit, but
2: but it's my, fucking great. My face was numb after that episode. <laughs> like, actually numb. Like, you could have came over here and slapped me, and I would have okay with it.
0: Like, I it <laughs> oh, my God. We're getting asked, back
1: into mailing you a flogger territory, and I just can't... I was going to talk about Amanda,
2: like, slap me in the face. I asked oh. her to. Did she do it? Uh, I feel uh, like
1: you didn't actually uh, ask her because if you did, you would have gotten smacked.
2: I won't disclose that information.
1: I won't disclose
2: that information.
1: Okay. uh, Can can I tell the people what time it is now?
0: What time is it?
1: It's time for that thing we do on this podcast. This is called Shag. Mary, da 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 hex, da 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 murder. Yeah, okay. and this week, <laughs> check Mary Hex Murder. Okay, we have uh, the older Weasley brothers, uh, Charlie and Bill. You thought you were going to get out of that that gay sex, J-Con.
0: What do you mean?
1: All the older Weasley brothers are as follows: Charlie, Bill, Percy. And Fred and George.
2: They're That's a five. package deal. Oh, they're a package mm-hmm.
1: deal. I see. You can't separate them. Yeah. I see. uh uh-huh.
2: okay. That's totally
1: not just to fulfill yeah. my own fantasies. Totally not. Go ahead. Uh, and remember, the uh rules for Shag Mary Hex murder is you have to describe how are you gonna do
2: oh, yeah, all so of we that. Know. We know. Shag. Shag Shag. Mm-hmm. shag. Oh oh my oh my charlie's like the dragon one right uh, he ends that's up that's
1: correct Fleur? contestant he, number jacob
2: he ends up with floor
1: uh no bill ends up with floor
2: bill ends up with floor yeah. is, it, is it described who charlie ends up with
1: no uh we get charlie for all of like uh i don't know two paragraphs i think he says like one word he writes a couple letters we don't oh. get a lot of charlie But he's apparently the best Weasley. (laughs) That's contested, but...
2: Makes sense. Um, So I'm shagging the twins.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
2: How? I don't don't know how. I don't know how that works.
1: (laughs) Well, you put your wand in there.
2: Oh, I see.
1: Uh, Don't forget to lube anus. Just gotta tell you, that's very important.
2: This is a very important spell. I've heard, yeah. Yeah. I also heard uh, "Ducius Maximus" is also a good one. <laughs>
1: God, <laughs> not prepared for that. You gotta, you okay. gotta expecto <laughs> Ducius Maximus. <laughs> I
0: just
2: heard "Expecto Ducius
0: Maximus." <laughs> Proves, no. What? Yeah. Proof. Yeah. Don't ask questions oh, you don't want God. answers to.
2: Yep. yep. You,
1: you gotta be careful. You could float into any kind of conversation right now.
2: Anyways, Shaq, married, we're marrying Charlie because he seems like the wild, like the dark horse. So I feel like he'd be up with <laughs> shit, you know. That's a long-term relationship I'd like to have. Oh, my God. Hexing Bill because he stole floor from me. Oh my God. He was
1: brainwashed the entire time. Ooh.
2: I'm going just to, drooling. I'm going to hex him to, um, always finish early. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah,
2: yeah, Just to make his sex life with Fleur just god awful. That sounds fun.
0: Yay,
2: Which means we're murdering Percy, obviously, because um, <laughs> he's a twat.
0: How are we doing this? How are we doing this? How are you going to murder Percy? I don't know. How do you murder that twat? How would I murder a twat? No, why do I start this shit? Well.
1: Are you going to fuck him to death like a Hermione would?
2: That's how I would normally murder twat, but in this case... Oh, that's nasty. Oh, they're so nasty.
0: What? <laughs> oh my god!
2: He walked into it. I, I know. know.
1: I set it up. You know what? I, I dropped that banana peel. I, I, I didn't want and to and then I walked right into it.
2: I didn't want to, but you made <laughs> Oh you me. wanted to. Oh jeez. <laughs> I I mean I don't I don't wanna go like out of my way to kill him. I'm just gonna do <laughs> it. Just a boring like, Avada Kedavra.
1: This is like yeah. a you, you. don't want this to take more, more of a more than two hours out of your Sunday.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I don't. It's not worth it. Like the <laughs> elaborate plan to like poison Snape and all that shit. Like, nah.
1: <laughs> it's not worth it for Percy it's Weasley. Not worth
2: it. No. No. Damn, Just that's a quick,
1: savage, bro. You're done. Yeah, I'll put a noise in there.
2: Yeah, nice.
1: Possibly a fart noise. I do that too sometimes. You're done. (laughs) Stop waving your finger at me. The older Weasley brothers. I don't really have any interest in Charlie. We don't know anything about him other than he really likes
2: Oh, he's got long hair, chill guy, into dragons. Like, yeah, I'm down with that. Let's go. See See where life takes us travel
0: the world. I'm a shag bill. I like She's his ponytail. And I thought
2: Charlie had the long hair
1: and his dragon skinned boots. Oh.
2: I thought yeah. Charlie was the one with long hair and shit.
1: No, that Bill has in the books. Bill has a is described as oh. having a ponytail, an earring, and wears dragon skin boots and possibly a jacket. I don't remember the exact details. Well, maybe I mixed but, it up, um, but that's okay.
2: I like the hex on Bill better. That's just,
1: that's just better. (laughs) That that definitely works for your past with him. Yeah. So how, how am I going to shag Bill? You totally just asked me. Oh, geez. I don't know.
2: Well, I'm just waiting for the descriptors here.
1: (laughs) I'm going to tie him up. I'm going to pull him by his hair.
2: Tell me all about your WAP. That's nasty.
1: Straight. Oh, God. Oh. All right. So we're going to marry Fred and George.
2: You're yeah. marrying the twins? I oh, I don't yeah. know if that should be allowed. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that should be
1: this allowed. Is, this is my game, contestant Jakon. <laughs> All right, or, uh, and I say I can
2: do it. Identical twins?
1: I don't. I think they are identical twins. That's
2: yeah. A great so question, Cruz. You, you couldn't even tell which one was actually the father of your child.
1: I mean, there's <laughs> DNA tests. I mean, it yeah, was but only the brother,
2: 90s. twins—they have the same DNA. Yeah. I'm like,
1: God, yeah. it wouldn't matter because we'd just be in a beautiful,
2: awesome th- throuple. That's what I'm saying. It
1: would be beautiful.
2: Yeah. yeah. What if you had twins? And, like, oh, they bothered God. each of and them. And what them. would
1: we name? Oh, they would. I hope they had red or, hair. Or it would just be endless jealousy. No. That's no. just, that's not how it would work.
2: No. But red how hair, do I propose Red hair, red hair is recessive. But it doesn't work.
1: But my mom has red hair. And her, all of her brothers have red hair.
0: Mm.
2: You'd so
1: have have like I, have kind of I have the recessive gene.
2: Hey, I have, have the recessive gene. there is magic. Kids.
1: <laughs> I don't and want kids anyway, bro.
2: Some of
0: them.
1: There's there's no kids involved here. <laughs> oh there's no children. I'm sorry, Molly. You're going to have to look for children out of any there's of your no other.
2: There's no way you're marrying a Weasley and not having
1: children. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: They don't no, know that what would be
1: the perfect contraception is. is. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs>
2: Literally twenty five percent of all teen pregnancies at Hogwarts were from Weasleys. <laughs> That's a fact. Oh
1: my gosh, we should figure out what year Charlie was born and like what year um Molly and Arthur finished Hogwarts. No, they were in the in Hogwarts in like the uh the sixties, I, mean, I think.
2: Let's be honest, like as uptight as JK Rowling is, she wouldn't write that shit in.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to propose to Fred and George that we're going to, this is going to be in the middle of a massive prank war between the three of us.
0: Okay. And You're I'm going to create
1: like a prank scavenger hunt. Yeah. I'm really bad at pranks. So I'm going to set up like one of my typical pranks, a, a magical prank. So that they like, I don't know open their locker. I'm going to pretend like there's lockers at Hogwarts. They're going to open their locker and it's going to be like, will you marry me, Fred and George? There's going to be doves and butterflies and it's going to be beautiful. And then I'm going to pop out of the cake that materializes out of nowhere. It's it's going to be beautiful. I never want to be anywhere else but in between both of you. And then I'm I'm going to um All hex right. Percy How am I going to hex Percy
2: You're you're fucking murdering my fucking <laughs> spouse again what the fuck
0: Wait, did you marry Charlie? Yes. <laughs> you're <a> dick. I am going to hex Percy. And I'm going to
1: hex him so that um no matter how many times he's right? he writes those cauldron bottom reports for his job. It's always going to say something dumb like,
2: What's Percy funny is likes whenever, whenever, you're, whenever you're banging Bill, he's going to finish early.
1: <laughs> hey, if he can just get ready to go again, whatever.
2: <laughs> no, round two finishes early every time. <laughs> every time. If he can get it, if he has the fucking refractory period, boom, doesn't matter.
1: That's when you just gotta do other stuff.
2: Yeah, and, I'm gonna build,
1: and then I'm gonna murder your husband. Thanks. Am I gonna murder your husband? I'm gonna train a dragon to burn him alive.
2: he will be ready for that shit. The end. <laughs> I I'll don't know how feel that about ship.
1: that, but I uh, thank you for playing Shag Mary X Murder.
0: Oh.
2: I feel like I've won that round.
1: <laughs> what do you, uh... Ooh, let's see. What did you win this time? <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Oh, you won a whole night in uh, Argus Filch's bed with Mrs. Norris as your only pillow.
0: Oh, my
1: God, that... Great. Thank you to our sponsors at Hogwarts. Oh, that was a nice present from the house elves. To you, our winner. <laughs> okay. What's your random question of the week?
2: My random question is... If you were written into the stories... Oh, jeez. Who would your character be hooking up with?
1: Well, this is just... Not even- <laughs> I mean, you're really going to... Uh, i would be a hufflepuff obviously. obviously and i would be hooking up with snape whether or not whether whoa you
0: know. whoa,
1: whoa. wait what time period what
2: uh-uh. time period is this in no it's just a, into the books you're in the books you're in there you're the same age as like harry and them
0: yeah i'm in there i'm right in there
2: no and snape is not in there snape is not Snape still hasn't gotten over Lily, so like that ain't happening.
1: I uh, I don't agree, but alright.
2: I I meant students. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> students
1: You did not specify I say Snape.
2: Who is uh, your pick? Oh, I'd I'd be uh I'd be a Griffin claw. Uh,
0: Where do you uh, sleep?
2: Probably a Ravenclaw. I'd probably be looking up with Joe. <laughs> your waifu. Just, just saying.
1: Oh wait, no! If it's one of the students, I am fucking Luna Lovegood every night.
2: All right, all right. I'm not <laughs>
0: every
1: hating. night she's not gonna sleepwalk into my bedroom, and I'm just gonna be like, "Oh, perfect! I just woke up anyway."
2: Oh yeah, those nifflers! Those nifflers just let her right to your bedroom. <laughs> you can literally They're just like- go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, they're not alert. What 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 the hell are some of the fake shit? it's so confusing because like the, the so rats what the hell are two,
1: some of the fake shit?
2: <laughs> the magical creatures versus the fake shit that Luna believes in. Like I'll oh, I the, the nargles, the nargles. The nargles, the nargles. Actually, course.
1: there is evidence that nargles exist. It's not all. Anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. The nargles lead her to your bedroom every night. Have fun.
1: <laughs> no, nargles are naughty and they only like Take her Not things even. and hide them. Well, that's very true. They're
0: naughty. That's very true. They
2: really right. lead Luna to your room so she'll take <laughs> off her panties so they can steal her panties.
1: <laughs> they steal my panties and then lead Luna into my room. Fact. <laughs> they, they're they like trying to fuck with her, but instead I fuck with her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> meanwhile, J-Con and Joe are just up in Ravenclaw Tower, just getting down and dirty,
1: bowing in behind the curtains.
2: Yeah, she'll never need Cedric, so <laughs> no, no tears on Valentine's Day.
1: Oh, I mean, she she probably still be sad that he got bodied, but ah,
2: but yeah, but yeah. Like, the same sadness that everybody felt, you know, lasts a week and then it's gone.
1: Oh my God! Okay. That's such. How dare you. All right. So, we're going to read chapter nine, or the, you know, the last uh, two thirds of that chapter that we tried to read last. Can you link
2: it to me, please? Thank you.
1: Oh my God. You are just fucking.
2: And just to be clear, you're reading again.
1: (laughs) Yes, I know, because it's still chapter nine, you ass crack. All right.
2: It's not my fault you can't read.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. Chapter 9 of Back to School by Fruity Rowing. So, uh, what we read last week was basically Harry just woke up, Hermione wasn't there. Right. He spent a, a really long time describing his surroundings like he'd never seen them before, and then drank a cup of tea had a really long shower, and then Hermione arrived, spreading out various types of food.
2: Yeah, and everything was very, very,
1: uh... (laughs) Very sexual.
2: Sexual, for some reason. At
1: at least that's how we made it.
2: I don't know why, but it was.
1: Okay. So we're we're gonna start from... Okay, so Harry is still in the shower at this time. As he thought about all this, he let himself soak in the shower as a way to calm himself. It seemed as if Adrenaline was perpetually...
0: Oh, it's already started. What? I was just- I already fucked up. I'm just gonna start over. Get closer here.
1: Do, well, do I sound I good? to go. So. Oh god, I better hurry up. As he thought about all this, he let himself soak in the shower as a way to calm himself. It seemed as if adrenaline was being perpetually emitted into his system because his heart wouldn't stop thumping loudly in his chest. As a result, it wasn't until he spotted pale, shrively looking hands that he realized he had been in the shower for an abnormally long time.
2: I thought he was going to talk about his dick. I don't know.
1: <laughs> we are, it's, if, if you want to hear us laughing about that particular sentence, just listen back to the other episode. He finally turned the taps off before he ventured out of the shower. He quickly dried himself with a towel before clothing himself. No thought went into choosing his clothes, merely grabbing whatever was in his dresser and putting it on. In all honesty, most of his clothes were all pretty similar. Not one to really care about his own appearance. Most of his wardrobe still consisted of Dudley's hand-me-downs, which Harry was still kind of growing into, sweaters Mrs. Neesley.
2: <laughs> Mrs. Neesley. <laughs>
1: so- <laughs> Sweaters Mrs. Weasley had knitted for him over
2: the years. Yeah, that's how you say that last name. That's oh good.
1: Professional and casual wizarding robes for work and other clothing that had been gifted to him. Though he had the money to change his wardrobe, he just couldn't find a point in doing so. He noted that he had spent just under an hour in the shower. He sighed to himself as he finished putting on his shoes to make his way out of the room. Just, just under was- an hour? <laughs> Stop making fapping movements with your hand.
2: What? I didn't do that.
1: Just, just as he was walking it out was of his a bedroom, fly. just as he was walking out of his bedroom, he saw his portrait door open as a bushy-haired brunette made her way inside. He spotted a large basket in her arms. Harry couldn't tell what she was carrying inside the basket, but Harry felt his stomach grumble nonetheless.
2: And this is where we confirmed the bushy haired <laughs> was her bush, and God. we're confirming Hermione is still a nudist in this story. Yeah. Continue. I'm just recalling what we went through last week. Yep, that's what that was.
0: Hermione smiled
1: brightly at Harry as she silently made her way to the small table in front of the fireplace. She carefully began. She began. <laughs> oh, I'm already. I'm getting too hot and potted for this. She began to carefully unload the basket and spread out the items on the table. There was a great variety of food that she had brought with her. Harry felt his stomach grumble once more when he spotted a few items he particularly enjoyed. He to the kitchen elves <laughs> silently before verbally
2: <laughs> he <ignored> eating. <laughs> he spotted a few items he particularly enjoyed eating. <laughs> this is where it was confirmed. He can see her vagina right now.
0: Oh my god, it's like the <laughs>
1: worst way to say shit like that. He thanked it. Okay. <clears throat> Harry felt a stomach grumble once more when he spotted a few items he particularly enjoyed. Eating. He thanked <laughs> the kitchen elves silently before he verbally thanked Hermione for bringing the food. He gravitated towards the food, not even realizing he had moved until he was standing directly next to the table. It seemed his body had a mind of its own when he finally seated himself across from Hermione. Once he realized almost all of the food were items he favored, he thanked Hermione again, this time reaching over it and placing a small kiss on her cheek. He felt a warm swelling in his heart as he appreciated her efforts. Harry thought he should say something more, maybe ask a question or two about the previous night. However, Hermione cut in before he could speak. She gave him a reassuring smile as if she knew what he was going to say before breaking the silence.
2: Do you remember if um, Harry came in his pants before or after the dueling thing? Before. Okay, that's what I thought.
1: Yeah. They, I, yeah, because they were talking about how to group up the... Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And then he came in his pants. <laughs> I don't want you thinking about last night, not yet anyways. We'll discuss everything later, but I want you to eat before we do, or talk about anything else, Hermione said with a note of authority as if to indicate with her voice that Harry was not allowed to argue the point. Hermione then reached across the table and placed a fork into Harry's hand.
2: Just fucking forked his hand.
1: Not in, in, into.
2: (laughs) Not for the... (laughs) Just my gosh. Insert oh roast down oh. here.
1: A hole.
2: Just into his hand.
1: I figured you probably haven't eaten a proper meal since
0: breakfast
2: the morning.
1: <laughs> I'm cutting that out. You're, don't be a dick. I'm gonna fuck with you so hard. I'm gonna fuck with you so hard, Jikon. When it's your turn to read, you're gonna get fucked with so hard.
2: Good luck trying.
1: I figured you probably haven't eaten a proper meal since breakfast yesterday morning and would most likely be famished. We'll have plenty of time to discuss everything after lunch and seeing as I have specially gone down to the kitchens for you, eat. Hermione finished most authoritatively.
2: Oh. (laughs) Oh. God. See who's taking charge here.
1: (laughs) Not for the first time since he had met Hermione. Harry felt speechless at how well she knew him. Though the dueling club was not at all different from the DA or his defense class, he had still felt jittery at the prospect of new students, students who had forgotten defense class altogether due to lack of interest or skill. He had not been able to fully enjoy lunch or dinner the previous day, and given he had just woken up, he really did feel famished. Harry merely nodded at Hermione before he began to plate the various dishes. Once he had a mountain of food on his plate, he placed the plate down in front of him. He scooped a forkful of food, but midway toward his mouth, he stopped and uttered another small thanks to Hermione for taking his first bite. They ate in relative silence, only speaking to comment on how good the food was, or how unusually cold it was despite the approaching spring season. Both parties made a conscious effort to avoid speaking about the incident, which evidently left their conversation wanting. Once both Harry and Hermione were finished eating, they took their used dishes to the small kitchenette, where they proceeded to wash the dishes in the muggle way. (laughs) Or as both of them would put it, the regular way. Harry felt...
0: (laughs) Why are you giggling?
1: I'm just remembering the last episode when this was all of him just eating her out.
2: (laughs) Oh, it still is. Harry! felt 10 years old again. he decided to do it the muggle way. Oh my god. Oh my Nobody god. knows what way that is. <laughs> but we know it's not the regular way. It's the muggle way.
0: <laughs> Harry felt 10 years old again. Washing the dishes. I don't the know
2: why he was doing away. That at 10 years old. Oh my god. Why was he doing it that <laughs> way at 10 years old? They
1: took it back to the simpler times. not <laughs> quite better. Just simpler. <laughs> It had been a lonely childhood, but the times he had felt. (laughs) 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 But the times he had been left to his own devices, washing the dishes or doing other household chores, had been a time of great tranquility. Doing the dishes always followed a meal, so it was the only time when he hadn't had to put up with the Dudleys' incessant whining or bullying because goodness forbid Dudley go into the kitchen to do the work of a servant. Or Uncle Vernon's constant bickering of how Harry should be thankful. He let Harry live with them. No mind it was a broom closet under the stairs. Or Aunt Petunia's perpetual twittering on how bad Harry was at everything he did, comma, ignoring the fact that he was too young to be able to do such work perfectly.
2: (sighs) Is, Is this referencing Petunia putting Harry to work? No!
1: No, absolutely not! Yes, now that Harry had time to really think about it, the time in which he was left alone, whilst left alone, whilst doing the dishes, were the only times he had wholly to himself. It was during that reserved time that he would think about his parents or the odd things that kept happening whenever he felt a strong emotion. Even after learning about and entering... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm not going giggling here.
1: I wasn't. I wasn't expecting it. All right. Even after learning about and entering the wizarding world, it had been the times in which the Dursleys would make him do the dishes he would
2: do the dishes.
1: <laughs> Your insinuation is horrendous. I'm not insinuating anything. It had been okay. the times in which the Dursleys would make, make him, best, make... Caitlin, do the dishes. That he would be able to ruminate about the happenings of the previous school year. A penny for your thoughts. Hermione asked with a smile and a small nugget. do not want trouble. to hear that, <laughs>
0: do not want to hear about that.
1: Girl, do not ask. <laughs> Save yourself. That's just another fucking messed up Pensieve trip right there. Oh, shit. Just my time spent doing the dishes at the Dursleys. Harry said with a small nostalgic smile. Dishes. It wasn't very often that Harry looked back at his childhood with any form of fondness. Harry's eyes traveled to look at Hermione to be surprised by her expression of anger and sadness. He hadn't expected such a strong reaction from Hermione. He couldn't remember ever having mentioned his bleak childhood to either Ron or Hermione in detail. But as it was, the two of them had known he was not particularly liked by the Dursleys. And they had also been given light to the horrendous dieting he had to be part of due to Dudley back in the fifth year. Oh, and not to mention Ron had essentially rescued him second year from his own barred room. And given Ron's propensity to make a mountain out of molehills, he wasn't too sure what Ron had told Hermione about that incident. However, Harry figured it probably
2: wasn't good. That was not a molehill. That was a fucking mountain.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was Everest, guys. Uh.
2: Yeah, that was...
1: That was pretty fucked up, yeah. Yeah, uh, Uncle Vernon put bars on Harry's room so he could not leave. That was pretty fucked up.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Not to say that what the Dursleys had done to him was sane or right, Ugh. Just not as bad as it could have been, question mark, in parentheses. He had seen some of the things adults could and would do to children on the telly before and he at least had never been physically abused by his aunt or uncle. Not to say they didn't shove or or pull him roughly at times.
2: And sexual abuse was not frowned upon, just physical abuse.
1: Though Dudley would sometimes hit him, whilst his aunt and uncle watched and did nothing. But Harry had always made sure to get back at Dudley somehow. On some level, Harry was actually glad that they hadn't treated him like they had Dudley. He could have also turned out like Dudley, a spineless, vile, close-minded prick who took enjoyment from making other people feel weak. Very true, Harry. He may have been lonely, But he knew early on, through the exemplary behavior of his uncle and aunt, that he would never grow up to be like them. Harry shook the water off his hands after he placed the last dish on the drying rack. Hermione had turned the water off and they both shared a kitchen towel to dry their hands before turning to face each other fully. In all honest, oh, sorry, that was Hermione's voice. In all honesty, it wasn't a good childhood, Harry began, but it wasn't to the point in which you may have seen on the news. It was a lonely childhood, and the Dursleys had taken it upon themselves to try and crush my spirit, but it was through their vile upbringing that I was able to differentiate myself from them, and given the fact that they knew I was magical and still kept me, though it was more out of fear of Dumbledore than anything else, I am still a little thankful. Harry's voice got smaller and smaller as he saw Hermione's face become more and more indignant. Oh, Harry! Oh,
2: I thought he was getting closer and closer to his crotch. That's weird. Uh
1: Oh, Harry, was all Hermione seemed to be able to manage to say before pulling Harry into a fierce hug. Hermione seemed at a loss for words. She kept muttering things under her breath without forming coherent sentences about a form of Stockholm syndrome, horrible people who shouldn't be alive, and thanking Merlin, Harry was as strong and brave as he was for fighting against such an upbringing. Harry merely hugged Hermione back, not really knowing how to respond to what she was mumbling into his chest. They were wrapped up together in a tight embrace, neither really willing to let go. They stood there in silence, just enjoying each other, and taking comfort in the warm body pressed so close to their own. Harry had at some point began resting his head on Hermione's shoulder. However, soon enough, reality caught up with the pair, and once they both sensed it creeping up, they slowly broke apart.
2: What? I thought they were going to keep going.
1: Why? Once the couple rejoined the real world and all of its incidents, good and bad, the air about them turned serious. Harry looked at Hermione's face, into her eyes. He was usually such a good reader of Hermione's thoughts and expressions. Are you, though, Harry? But what he found only seemed to puzzle him. I'm not that surprised. It was a mix and jumble of all sorts of emotions that he had trouble making sense of them. The dominating emotion—oh, God, here we go again. The dominating emotion seemed to be sympathy and worry which were quite obvious to Spot. But she also had the look of guilt and determination, which perplexed Harry greatly. As Harry tried to make sense and figure out what she was thinking and feeling, Hermione began to speak. I've spoken to Professor McGonagall, as well as Ginny and Luna. They were the ones who conducted the investigation, if that's what you'd like to call it. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I really want to see a fucking buddy cop movie. Or just a buddy cop fucking fan fiction of Ginny and Luna figuring out any kind of mystery, but also like fucking each other in broom closets along the way.
2: I'm done with that.
1: Oh my god, somebody write that, or if that exists, send that to us at Hot and Potter Podcast at gmail dot com. Oh Please. God. I'm gonna have to look for some of that shit later. The- oh god, that'd
2: be so good. Ginny and Luna, crime-fighting lesbians.
1: Oh my god, Sherlock Holmes, but it's Ginny and Luna, and they fuck in train compartments all the time.
2: Well, I mean, Sherlock never fucks Watson. That'd be weird.
1: No, but that's what I'm saying. It's Sherlock Holmes, but they fuck. Okay.
2: Well, I guess because they're English. Not they butt fuck, it's but they fuck. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it would be very awkward if two lesbians butt fucked.
1: Well, not really. I mean, strap-ons are, you know. If that's a thing, let us know it.
2: Hot and butter <laughs> It
1: it It's a thing, Jacob. Okay. I, I'll tell you about it later.
2: <laughs> it's never occurred to me that lesbians might want to bug fuck <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, and now everyone else is thinking about it.
0: You're welcome. Uh, well, <laughs> the more you know... <laughs>
1: the more you know... <laughs> I've spoken to Professor McGonagall, as well as oh, Ginny you have to, and
2: Luna. And put, like, the, the, like, a rainbow sound effect.
0: But, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. No! I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've spoken to Professor McGonagall, as well as Ginny and Luna. They were the ones who conducted the investigation, if that's what you'd like to call it. They had asked all of the kids if any of them had seen anything, but everyone said that they were all too engrossed with what they were doing that they hadn't realized something was wrong until they heard you scream out, Protego, which apparently has given all of them a renewed respect for you, now that they have seen you in action. Or so Ginny tells me, Hermione said with an awkward
2: laugh (laughs) and shrug. Oh, yeah, Ginny got turned on. Ginny heard (laughs) Harry scream Protego and just... She's like, oh... Wivers. God,
1: Luna, you gotta butt fuck me in the closet now, <laughs> now with the broom handle in the closet.
2: Uh, yeah, just in between your legs. Yeah, just I'm gonna call you <laughs> Harry. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> your face.
2: <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine if we had tried to get to this part last week.
1: Imagine. Oh would have lost my shit. <laughs> it would have just been like someone cast. Docious Maximus right on me. I would have <laughs> exploded. <it. laughs> Welcome to the That's Nasty podcast. I'm your host Caitlin. That's Nasty ass Jcon right over there. You'll be nasty with us.
2: I will apologize not apologize
1: for the nasty. I,
2: I will not participate.
1: Oh, you already participate. You instigated. Nope. nope. Hermione had turned away from Harry when she had begun to speak, taking steps away from the kitchenette and back into the main room. Hermione's body language told Harry that she was feeling uneasy, possibly about to say something she didn't want to say. Without much thought, Harry tried to placate her by reassuring her he wouldn't get angry at her no matter what she had to say. She turned slightly to look back at Harry, and Harry caught a glimpse of confusion on her face before realization eased her face into a graceful smile. Thank you, Harry, Hermione said quietly with a look of resolution. She then squared her shoulders and turned to look at Harry straight on. Well, we spoke to Professor McGonagall and we think it best that you pretend that it had been a simple prank or spell gone wrong. We thought it best not to alarm the other students or the parents of something that could potentially be nothing at all, especially after what everyone went through last year. We came to a consensus that the incident be investigated quietly, as to avoid any sort of commotion. Harry could feel anger and indignation begin to bubble up inside of him. Was it not clear to everyone that there was an attack? One that no one knew who the culprit was? It's Nathaniel Kinlan! Who the fuck else would it be?
2: More than likely, continue.
1: He wasn't angry or indignant because he was the one who had been attacked. He was quite used to being under attack. So much so, he had become quite jaded to most death threats, physical or verbal. Yeah, fucking try. No, he was- Try me, bro. Yeah. Try me. Voldemort couldn't kill me. at
0: me, bro. Come at me. Twice!
1: Well, actually, more than that. A-, a lot more than that. Like, what, eight fucking times Voldemort couldn't kill that bitch? Yeah. Pretty much. Seven or
2: once eight. When he, once when he was a baby, baby and then once in every book.
1: Wait, no, it is seven times because he didn't try to kill him in the there was there's one book that has no Voldemort. Oh book three. Book three. Book
0: three.
1: Yeah, so seven times. Oh shit! Conspiracy confirmed. Seven is a ba magical number. Alright. Oh, okay. And the number of this podcast today, uh, uh, uh is number seven. Uh uh, uh,
2: uh. It's, it's, anyway. not it's it's not. This is ten. It's the
1: number of the day. It's number seven. But this is episode nine. Wait, no, ten.
2: No, ten. Ten? Yeah, ten.
1: Ten. Okay.
2: Ten. What do you mean seven? What the fuck are you talking about seven for?
1: I was doing like Cantula from Sesame Street and like that's the number of the day. Uh 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 is number seven.
0: Nobody fuck
2: you, what, bro. No, nobody no he was angry about.
1: and indignant at the seeming
2: of our, lack of, of concern. Our 15, of our 15 listeners.
1: No, there's 11.
2: 5 of them. Oh, I'm giving ourselves credit, you fuckers.
1: <laughs> My 11 audience members, thank you for listening.
2: Point five of them know what the fuck you're talking about. 14 and a half are like, what the fuck?
1: 14 and a half. It's Craig... Craig is the one person that kind of knows what we're talking about, but's not really sure. <laughs> yeah,
2: the, the recording bot on Discord. Yes, Craig. He, <laughs> he is confused right now.
1: He was confused earlier. Yeah, it took us like right. a fucking 30 minutes to get him to into our voice channel. Oh,
2: that's besides the point. Oh, it's like editing that, by the way.
1: Yeah, thanks, asshole. He wasn't angry or indignant. <laughs> Fuck me. He wasn't angry or indignant. No thanks. Yeah, you've made that clear, j you don't know, have anything to do with us Hufflepuffs. <laughs> Loser, you don't know what you're missing out on. Our slumber hey. parties are great.
2: Luna knows where it's at.
1: There's all of your favorite foods.
2: You want to fuck a Ravenclaw. It's a fact.
1: <laughs> I'm just talking about, oh, okay. I'm just talking about slumber party food, Jinga. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Weird. Harry could feel anger and indignation begin to bubble up inside of him. Was it not clear to everyone that there was an attack? One that no one knew who the culprit was? He wasn't angry or indignant because he was the one who had been attacked. He was quite used to being under attack. So much so, he had become quite jaded to most death threats, physical or verbal. No, he was angry and indignant at the seemingly lack of concern for the gravity of the situation. Didn't they understand that they knew nothing? I really want to make a Game of Thrones reference.
2: No motive. Nothing, John Potter.
1: (laughs) No motive. No target. No idea if it was a planned attack. Absolutely nothing. Harry opened his eyes. He couldn't even remember when he had closed them. Oh my god. Uh, This is like reading about Harry's fucking LSD trip. He then spotted Hermione. Like, everything is happening. He can- He's feeling everything as it happens in fucking seconds. This is Harry's LSD trip.
2: I feel like it's worse than LSD. It's like, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know drugs well enough. I don't either, dude.
1: Uh, Send <laughs> us a, an email. Tell us what drug will do that to you at gmail at gmail.com.
2: It's like the one that you're like, and then it's just like, boom, and then you're like, <laughs> gone.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like Not that LSD 0.5% people. of that person who knows what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody will know. Somebody will know.
1: He then spotted Hermione standing in front of him, her body curled into itself, seemingly bracing herself for Harry's wrath. Harry's heart sank at the thought that Hermione would ever be afraid of him, or rather afraid of his reaction to what she had just said to him. Harry took a deep breath. In all honesty, the news had not surprised him. If he took the time to think about it, it had been the way Professor Dumbledore had usually handled unexpected situations such as this. Play it off until the culprit exposed himself or herself. Yeah, just kids dropping dead. It's fine. Wait till they slip up.
2: I just realized those drugs will be legal legal in Washington now.
1: And <laughs> Oregon, right? Oregon too?
2: No, it's was just Washington.
1: It's was Washington? I thought they legalized a bunch of drugs in
2: Oregon. We sound like yeah, such no, stoners no, it was right Washington. now. No, it's was Washington. They legalized... Uh, they oh, No, they, they, they decriminalized everything in Washington. Are you just stopping point?
1: No. We're talking about drugs, prudes.
2: Okay. I got a quadra kill with a Moomoo. Yeah, because he's busted still.
1: I don't know what that means. He's speaking ghost. I don't.
0: I, I, understand.
2: I understand. Stop I
1: understand. saying that. I'm going to have to cut that out now.
2: I know. you have to cut the whole thing out. Just keep That's talking, prudes. Just keep talking, prudes.
0: <laughs> See?
2: Yeah. You know, just cut everything. Oh, that should be the name of the episode. Drugs!
1: <laughs> hey, we just shit at the end of the episode, and we are not done yet.
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. Harry
1: took a hard deep hard. breath. Welcome back to the aggressive
2: podcast. Harry takes <laughs> <six> deep breath.
1: <gasps> <laughs> okay. He was, however, surprised that Professor McGonagall had agreed to do so as well. He remembered her strong opposition to him entering the Tri-Wizard Tournament back in fourth year. But given that they didn't even have a suspect or a general evildoer, Nathaniel Kinland, like Voldemort, <laughs> to fall back on, they really had little choice but to stay quiet and see how everything unfolded. I feel like there are other options.
2: Yeah, you know, it's probably the... the. Uh, uh, uh,
1: um... uh, Nathaniel Kinland?
2: No, it's not Nathaniel Kinlan. It's the fucking. Nigel Gold part. Wait, is Nathaniel Kinlan the the um, original character? Yeah. Oh, then that's the thing. He's Gilbert
1: Lockhart. Or Lockhart, yeah, as it's It's the thing.
2: Yeah, it's him.
1: It's yeah.
2: Him. It's okay, guys. Everybody, everybody knows. your
1: bets now. Who do you think it is? I put a nickel on Nathaniel Kinlan. Oh, you know, know what? You know what? No, I'll, I'll, I'll put a. Bitch. I'll put a galleon on that bitch. Yeah.
2: I'll put. If you can, you can five. come collect
1: it at 123 America Way, America.
2: <laughs> yeah. Good, good luck. What's. Wait, wait. What's, I don't know the fucking White House address. Damn it. <laughs>
1: what's Trump Tower's Trump address? Trump you go collect collect a galleon there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just whoever gets it right, just knock on the front door of yeah. Trump Tower yeah. and be like, yep. I want my five galleons, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like that, um... I want to bet on a hot butter podcast. I I deserve five galleons. Yep, tweet at us, President Trump. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, good lord.
1: He will. He would. He yeah. would tweet at us.
2: Yeah, you fucker.
1: Yeah, please don't. We don't want that kind of...
2: No, but please notoriety.
1: do. Right? <laughs> yeah, so we can... <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious.
2: Oh, dear god. We should just start tweeting him, like, every day. Tweet us back, you fuck. God, no. <laughs> It'd be
1: like Trump is a twat. 2020 or some dumb shit like that.
2: No, so we're loser
1: 2020. <laughs> All right. Anyway, welcome back to the, we read the next chapter oh, <laughs> podcast. God.
2: Are we going to make it through? We're, we're getting we, there.
1: We're doing a lot better than last time. I gotta say.
2: Oh, this is just a long chapter in general, I'm noticing. Hey.
1: Yeah, it's probably a good thing. But yeah, it's totally. It's probably. Yeah, we did such a good job making this into two episodes. That's yeah. what really needed to happen. <laughs>
0: chapter is a long
2: chapter.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the same size as a.
2: Anyway, no, it's it is it is it has been longer. I'm not bullshitting. we will be oh, this, like done by now. I feel like this chapter is so long. Oh god, this this chapter is so.
1: We're gonna have to take a masturbation break if you you keep talking about the length of this sub-chapter.
2: This if we keep take, talking about Trump, you're
1: gonna... Oh no! Gross! And my boner is
0: gone! <laughs> oh, thanks. i a masturbation
1: break now. I think I just threw up a little in my mouth.
0: You gotta put that sound effect
1: in. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I have it saved on my computer. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> Where the fuck did we? Okay, but mm-hmm. given that they didn't even have a suspect or a general evil doer like Voldemort to fall back on, they really had little choice but to stay quiet and see how everything unfolded. Harry gave out a loud sigh before replying to Hermione. Ah, fine. Harry felt his shoulders sag just a bit as he uttered the one syllable word pushing all of his anger and fight out. Oh, sorry. Maybe I should... (laughs) Fine! Is that better? Hermione's eyes grew big and wide at Harry's reply. (laughs) Seemingly surprised by his response, Harry noted Hermione's expression.
2: Is Hermione having contractions? (laughs) (laughs) She just came. Hermione's pregnant from Harry coming his pants (laughs) yesterday.
1: She's already having control. Take on. That's not how babies work, alright? That's it. After this episode, I'm gonna have to have the talk with you, dude. I'm gonna have to pull up some diagrams. I'm gonna have to. Prudes, where's my laser pointer? (laughs) Harry noted Hermione's expression would almost be comical, if not under the current circumstances. Harry walked over to Hermione and then slowly took her back into his arms. I'm sure all of you have thoroughly discussed everything. If Professor McGonagall is on board, I won't argue against the four of you. I just... Wait, there's more. Hermione interrupted. She lightly tugged on Harry's arms to disentangle herself with him, but remained close to him. She kept her head down, avoiding Harry's eyes as she spoke very hesitantly. We... Everybody... Well, we agreed that it would be best if... If... You didn't participate in the investigation. Hermione finished in a rushed uncertainty. For those of you who didn't understand that, it's if you didn't participate in the investigation. Harry unconsciously took a step back. He then closed his eyes and took another deep breath. I... Harry began, only to stop himself. Harry took another deep breath. All right. Harry answered determinedly. But you have to promise me to be safe. Oh. Hermione began. Ah, yes, please. Oh. Hermione began before Harry interrupted her. He raised his hand, palm facing Hermione, asking Hermione in a universal way to wait or stop.
2: <laughs> <sighs> Less is more. Is that that one? Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just wait
1: a second. No, time. dude, you didn't. Oh God, we're gonna have to stop <laughs> holding your fingers up at me, Jigun. Just wait. I'm not like that. Oh, God, no. We're going to have to take a bet. Ma- That's it. Masturbation. Wait, we're almost to the a- Oh, Hermione began before Harry interrupted her. He raised his hand. Okay, I'm not reading that again. You also have to promise to let me know if, if you need my help or if there's any danger. I I wouldn't be able to cope with not knowing anything. Especially if there's an inkling of potential that you may be in <laughs> danger. Harry said quietly. Hermione stepped forward and enclosed the little space between them. She wrapped her hands around Harry once more. Yes, of course, Hermione whispered into Harry's chest. HXH, HXH. H-x-h.
2: And then H-x-h. Harry swiped his H-x-h. nose like a credit card.
1: Oh
0: my god!
1: <laughs> Holy shit. That's, that's a hot take, j That's a hot take. Hey, that's a mental image I was not prepared for. <laughs> you got me good, bro. That was a mental image I was not. Masturbation break. Oh. <laughs> Harry's days had become relatively routine in the passing weeks. It was now mid March, and he had five more dueling club meetings. After the incident, Harry had thought that the initial members would all stop coming to the meetings due to fear. However, Harry had been proven completely wrong when not only did all of the initial members show up to the meeting, a good 50 more students had signed up. Due to the sheer number of students, Harry had actually been forced to add another dueling club meeting during the week. The incident was like a young adolescent's pimple (laughs) getting bigger and uglier until it popped and merely disappeared from everyone's mind.
2: This is a hell of a fucking analogy. Good lord.
1: <laughs> this chapter is great. This is great. That is, until the next big pimple, or rumor, surfaced and caused havoc. <laughs> Thankfully, no other incidents had occurred in the subsequent meetings, but it had not deterred the new students from quitting the club. All of the students seemed to find enjoyment in the hands-on, approach to learning defensive spells with no threat of essays and readings being assigned. It was to the point in which none of the students remembered their initial purpose for joining the club. During the initial week after the incident, no one could stop talking about it. However, none of the teaching staff confirmed nor denied the incident as an act of terror and had been advised to play it off as if nothing had happened. Rumors spread like fiend fire. Ranging anywhere between a prank simply gone wrong to Neo-Death Eaters polyjuicing themselves to exact revenge on the boy who conquered. Oh, wow. Even so far as to- Not yet. Even so far as to suggest that it had been employed by Harry and Hermione to attract more members. That's fucked up. Those wizard conspiracy be- theories.
2: <laughs> I thought it was going to be rumors spread like gonorrhea.
1: <laughs> like a pimple. Before it got bigger and uglier. <laughs> Until it popped. And infected- <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel my face, part I, two.
2: I just wanted to make the rumors reference, not <laughs> pimples. I didn't want to replace the pimples. <laughs> oh,
1: my As God. such, <laughs> the vast amounts of rumors had actually helped to placate the students and their respective guardians into believing that the incident was, in fact- Nothing more than a spell casted by a complete amateur gone wrong. Because surely, if it was in fact a threat, nothing would be left to speculation, especially so soon after the war and what everyone had all experienced the previous year. Yeah, I'd imagine if there was like a new resurgence of the Death Eaters, they'd be like, ah, it was us, the Death Eaters, you know?
2: We almost texted you, but didn't.
1: Ah, but we got really close.
2: <laughs> We're in the school.
1: Oh, ho, ho. Uh, the twirling there, like their curly mustache. <laughs> yes, the top hat on.
2: Yes, we almost oh, 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 got you oh, this oh, oh, time,
0: Potter.
1: Oh,
2: oh, 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 oh. it was oh, not you. merely Nathaniel being too. jealous. It was you being almost killed again. Once more, we shall rise <laughs> and take our rightful places at the top
1: of humanity. <laughs> no. All right. Because surely, if it was in fact a threat, nothing would be left to speculation, especially so soon after the war, and what everyone had all experienced previous year. And so, after a week, the incident seemed to have been completely erased from everyone's memory. Life at Hogwarts for Harry resumed back to its chaotic order with days passing by in a blur. With classes, patrol duties, and two separate dueling club meetings, Harry had been left with very little time to himself, let alone any quality time with her money. Which came to the only real problem in his life. Hermione. Not to say that Hermione was a problem. Just that he never got to see her anymore. Or her vagina. He didn't mean the act of looking at Hermione either. (laughs) I don't mean just staring at her. Nah, nah, nah.
2: Well, I mean, it's because she's naked.
1: I mean, swiping her with...
2: Whoa. Whoa.
1: I don't even... How do you say that again?
2: We've made that reference once today. We don't need that <laughs> again.
1: You, you did it. I, I did not successfully make that reference because I couldn't remember how to say it.
2: And the correct reference is he swiped her wap with his nose like a credit card. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ! Oh my God! Don't make me take a third masturbation break. But that, that would be an all-time
0: <laughs> fucking. That would be.
1: I I should win a prize if I get to three or that author of that fanfic should win a prize if I get the three masturbation breaks. <laughs> Whatever.
2: So. Yeah, that's good. Hey, if if you know of a good fanfic out there that would cause three masturbation breaks <laughs> in one episode, send it our way at Hot Potter Podcast at gmail. <laughs> yeah, do you know the do know the email? Jake on. I'm just confirming. I I'm plugging. Do you not know what a plug is?
1: He didn't mean the act of looking at Hermione either. He saw her loads.
0: <laughs> that was good. That, oh my that, god! That
1: uh, didn't hit me quite. <laughs> the first time during class, during meals, from afar.
2: Just <laughs> yes, loads, loads, fun loads. Hermione's loads.
1: <laughs> and during the dueling club meetings.
2: Oh god, the loads there
1: is unloading. Hermione unloaded. But he no longer got to see her. She was just covered in it. <laughs> Completely covered. That's actually the only way he knew that it was Hermione. This <laughs> is the one covered in loads. <laughs> That's disgusting. Weird.
0: Disgusting.
2: I can't I even say anything. This is all you. <laughs> yeah, you, you took it upon yourself. Oh my god.
1: In terms of conversations and hugging and the occasional snog. But, hey, you don't want to touch her? Shaking his head. Now to
0: covered in loads. <laughs> <Upon> loads, <laughs> <upon laughs> loads, hey. loads.
1: Upon loads. Lodes upon loads. Upon loads.
0: Loads upon loads.
1: Shaking his head to rid himself of, <laughs> of those thoughts. One could only withstand so many cold showers per day. I was gonna say loads. <laughs> <laughs> he focused back to the niggling feeling that he was doing it on purpose. <laughs> what the fuck. He focused back to the niggling feeling.
0: Every fucking word there. I swear to God.
1: <laughs> niggling.
0: <laughs> he focused back you to the... You
2: did this.
1: You started it last episode. You you started it with the whole her laying herself out like a feast for well, Harry.
2: That was not my fault. That was not my fault.
1: Are you trying to blame this on Fruity Rowing? Yes. Oh God, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, Fruity Rowing. He he doesn't mean
0: it. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Do not blame her for your dirty mind or I him. Don't, I
0: don't, Do this not blame them. This was man. you.
1: Hey, I just oh, picked wow. one of the first Harmony stories that I found.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> it's your fault for agreeing to this podcast. Okay.
2: It is. It is. <laughs> I can't take it back. Can I take it back?
1: No, absolutely not. I am now your smut peasant. Ooh. whoa, Now you're a smut peasant. Gonna read you that smut. Oh. Get ready. Three, two, one, go. I
2: can't do this. My face goes numb every fucking week.
1: Shaking his head to rid himself of those thoughts. One could only withstand so many cold showers per day. He focused back to the niggling feeling that she was doing it on purpose. Avoiding him, that is. Now, there was nothing in particular that Hermione did that made Harry have these feelings. But maybe more like the decidedly lack of doing things that set off the alarms. It was very subtle, of course, to avoid suspicion. But Harry knew to always trust his instincts. It was small things at first. Less like,
2: together. She, she's still just like bending over in front of them and shit with no panties on. It's like I'm not doing anything, I swear, Harry.
1: <laughs> he d- it's always like whenever he looks away. <laughs> she's like, <"M-> fuck? Motherfucker." <laughs> There's just constantly bending down. She just keeps fainting <laughs> from the head rush.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
1: I can't believe she's I'm ghosting
2: for him for no reason, Harry.
1: She's ghosting him in real life. Listen, oh. okay. Listen to this: less meals together, less conversations, less late late nights in his chambers—that sort of stuff. At first, Harry had reckoned that. Th- at first, Harry had rec- At first, Harry had reckoned.
2: There we go. Elliot, yeah. Southern actor. This is a Southern offer. Author, author. we've confirmed it.
1: Frodo Rowan.
2: Fruin Rowan
1: At first, Harry. <laughs> Well, you're the southern one.
2: We out here at Hogwarts just tearing it up <laughs> down in the sticks. When you turn it on. Holy crap. Going back and forth. And, and ride my tractor no further than <laughs> up the holler before we turn it on again. Hell yeah. America.
1: are <laughs> <laughs> <America. laughs> you tracking the Then the old town road. I'm
0: gonna
1: ride my tractor to Hogwarts. <laughs> No. (laughs) I got Hedwig in the back. Hermione and her snatch.
0: (laughs) 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 Falling on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) So much crying. Oh, my gosh.
1: Jacob, you are nailing this episode. There's so much crying. (laughs)
2: just like Harry and Cho Chang <laughs> nailing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking Harry nails it again.
2: <laughs> oh my Oh gosh. My god! Oh, god. At first. She thinks my tractor's sexy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At first, Harriet reckoned it to her mind <laughs> her trying to give him some space after the incident, or that she was falling behind in her self-appointed schoolwork regime. Regimen? Regime? However, in the passing weeks he had
0: Reg- a- Oh my god, I can't
1: <laughs> <watch>. <laughs> However, in the passing weeks he had conversed more with Ron Weasley, currently residing at the borough, via the flu network than Hermione, who, by school rules, was at most a five kilometer radius from him, it seemed. His self conscious had been keeping close tabs. It was hard to tell if this feeling was just another weird form of jealousy, rearing its hideous head. <laughs> Just do it. Okay. The author is doing this on purpose. They've
2: got to be doing this on purpose. (laughs) You can't. can't, We can't. This is a whole other episode already. (laughs) Literally.
1: We're we're almost done. We're almost there. But we're not. We're almost there. I'm almost there. He knew it. Oh, Misty. I'm almost almost there. there. He knew that if people were being nice.
2: I'm almost there.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) If people are being nice. Jake got his. That's going to happen. Okay. We're going to, if anyone ever reviews our podcast, which please review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Facebook at Pot It it, it.
0: Podcast.
2: Fucking put that algorithm just right in a noose.
1: Tell us how nasty we are.
2: (laughs) Yes. And how much you enjoy it.
1: (laughs) We'll read it out on the podcast.
2: Don't don't let us know how much you enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Don't. We don't want to know the.
2: We we enjoy the masturbation breaks, but don't give us the details. We,
1: yeah, we don't need details of them. We no. we don't. Yeah, we we want just like fanfic details. Yeah, yeah, those details. Yeah, like a uh, Ginny and Luna uh, as buddy cops yeah. fucking in a broom closet. Yeah, give us those details.
2: My Thank my my podcast boner just disappeared with the with with those mental images. Ginny and Luna? No, just of the listeners.
1: Oh, of our our audience members masturbating? Yeah, let's not talk about that. It was hard to tell if this feeling was just another weird form of jealousy rearing its hideous head. Or if what his instincts kept pointing out was true. He knew that if people were being nice, they would describe him as being sentimental, or even maybe a pack rat. But if they were being truthful, and maybe a little nasty. And maybe a little... nasty. They would describe him as downright possessive. Though we had not thought of it in that way before, Ron had been so kind to point out, whilst making their way back to Dumbledore's grave after Harry had fixed his old wand, that Harry had somewhat of a possessive streak, commenting on how most people would just move on in life, especially after coming into possession of great power like the Elder Wand. Instead of piecing together a shattered wand, or maybe exchange his old bent glasses for something less broken, at the time, Harry had just laughed it off, but feeling too happy to have finally defeated Voldemort, he had only been half-listening to Ron anyways. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but Harry is only ever half-listening to anything anyone says. You we just- that's canon. Yeah. He always processes it, like, I don't know, three years later. <laughs> but when Hermione had told him of her thoughts to go to Australia, alone, to locate her parents, it was then that he knew Ron's words to have an ounce, more like a ton, of truth to it. He had felt an ugly bubble, starting at the pit of his stomach, bloat up bigger and bigger, until finally Harry had
0: <laughs>
1: <the death laughs> begged Hermione had not only threatened bodily harm, but to never speak to him ever
0: again.
2: What it was bloated?
0: <laughs> As it was. Bloated. He couldn't help the
1: killing intent he had every time he saw Hermione with Nathaniel Kinlan. <laughs> really,
0: Harry? Murder? I can
1: He also had this feeling that Hermione was spending more and more time with Nathaniel Kinlan than with himself. Again, he had no proof of it, but he couldn't shake off the feeling that something was wrong. Oh my god. Duh. The drama, Jay Kahn.
0: I can't. Were,
2: my first is yeah.
1: They were very rarely, if ever, left alone together. He was vaguely aware that the last time he had actually talked to Hermione <laughs> had been after the incident. Oh my god! This is just another, like, Ron and Hermione situation where, like, they, like, made out once and they're like, yeah, we're totally boyfriend and girlfriend now!
2: Well, I mean, to be fair, Harry did come himself, like, last week.
1: Yeah, that's true. They did dry hump. All right.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: Hermione dry humped. Harry did... Harry did it a little different.
2: Well, Harry was present for the dry humping,
1: and and then he wasn't anymore.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: And then it it was no longer dry humping.
2: Nope. It was, it, was, it was no longer dry. That's for sure.
1: There was always someone or something that came up.
2: <laughs> There's holes in this castle. There's no. holes in this castle.
1: That would prevent Harry sitting down with Hermione to just chat. If, by some odd chance, they were together alone, all they would discuss was the dueling club. He had, of course, tried to broach the subject of the incident on numerous occasions, but each and every time, they never got to discuss any of it. At first, he came up with self-made excuses to try to rationalize the time apart. But after weeks apart, Harry could no longer explain why they were constantly interrupted or otherwise unable to spend alone time together. Most recently, even if he was just greeting her or asking about her day, He would be most rudely shut down by a sudden appearance of Nathaniel Kinlan, whose problems were apparently more important to Hermione than being with him. Oh shit.
0: Oh, Oh, Harry's.
1: As a way to finally counteract their time apart, Harriet decided taking drastic measures to ensure quality time was crucial. All right, I've noticed this happening over the next over the last couple of weeks, and now i got to murder Nathaniel Kinlan. <laughs> this is what this sounds like. It sounds like <laughs> Harry is plotting to murder Nathaniel Kinlan.
2: i, I got to pee again and get a glass oh of
1: Oh my it. god, get the fuck out of here.
2: It's empty, I can't help it.
1: Go. Yo, do you like that? Bada bing, bada boom, boom, boom. How you like that? da 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 um no we're still we we uh, still got a little bit to go i was just uh, jamming we're almost there
2: uh, almost there
1: oh god he's got more moscato he's got moscato moscato, <laughs> moscato.
0: Like
1: as you. a way to finally counteract their time apart Harry had decided taking drastic measures to ensure quality time was crucial. Armed with a bouquet of wildflowers, which he had conjured, having become exceptionally well adept at doing so. Oh, my God. Making him a better man. He was hidden in a small alcove by (laughs) Hermine. He was hidden in a small alcove by Hermione's arithmancy classroom. Arithmancy
0: classroom.
1: Arithmancy classroom. This particular alcove had proved to be very useful during the time Harry had been wooing Miss Hermione Granger before their eventual unification on that day. (laughs) The alcove was situated at the end of the hallway, far enough that no students ventured that way, but close enough that he was within earshot of the classroom. It usually kept him hidden from the other students and their prying eyes, or incessant giggling at seeing him with a bouquet of flowers. Oh, It helped that Hermione was almost always the last one out of the class, usually staying behind to ask the professor some questions, or otherwise offering to help the professor in any way. Arithmancy, oh my god. Arithmancy was usually Hermione's last class, astrology being the only other class that ended later, but only on Tuesdays. It was Wednesday, so Harry knew Hermione had no other class or school-related meetings scheduled for that particular day. He saw a handful of students trickle out of the classroom, and then a couple more following close behind. He knew this particular class had the least amount of students due to the subject being an elective. And a hard one at that. Oh, oh, oh yeah. arithmetic is so hard. But it still always surprised Harry to see how much To see how such a small amount of students...
2: Calm. Calm. The word there is calm. (laughs) It says calm. (laughs) If you were trying to read the next word,
0: it's come.
1: (laughs) But it still always surprised Harry to see such a small amount of students come out of the classroom. The majority of the student body at Hogwarts usually avoided these types of classes like the plague. Or the clap. Once he counted seven students that had exited the room. Uh, one student? Uh, 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 two students? Uh, uh. Nobody. He knew that.
2: <laughs> yes. Nobody is with you on that.
1: Fuck you, bro. He knew that there was only two more students and a professor left in the classroom. One of the students being Hermione, naturally. He was sure Hermione would be coming out soon <laughs> enough. A few minutes crept along slowly, but with every minute that passed by, Harry could feel his heart heart rate accelerate just a smidgen. He could imagine Hermione slowly putting all of her parchments and quills in order before gently putting everything inside her bag. He couldn't really hear it, but he imagined her shoes click-clack against the hard stone floor, and she would make her way out into the corridor. He drew a picture in his mind (laughs) of Hermione. Looking a little disheveled as she normally looked towards the end of the day. So, <laughs> she, did she get dragged into one of Ginny and Luna's uh, broom closet sessions there?
2: No, just busy she
1: just. She just came out all like. oh!
2: She's busy sucking off every single one of her teachers, including <laughs> Harry. Oh my god.
1: Do you think she'd have to kneel for Flitwick, or would he just stand on the stack of books?
2: I mean, she would have to crawl for Flitwick.
1: (laughs) She'd have to lay on the ground for
2: Flitwick. He'd do it, though.
1: 69 with Flitwick would just be awkward.
2: No, that was not possible. It would be like... Maybe
1: he's got, like, a giant dick, though. Maybe that's why he has to stand in the stack of books.
2: It wouldn't matter. He's still, like, at belly button.
1: (laughs) I don't know how tall Flitwick is. Let's see.
2: How? Oh, oh no. Oh. It doesn't matter how tall he is, you gotta subtract the legs.
0: You gotta subtract the He's um
1: Well, the, the actor who played in Warwick Davis is three six. So let's go with like three and a half feet. Yeah, that's gonna be a yeah, I just did that math. Yeah. Yeah, this is editing Caitlin. Totally just did that math and it's uh it's a, it's far away. So, that's not happening anytime soon.
2: No, 69 with Flitwick is a one-way street.
1: He couldn't (laughs) really, he couldn't really hear it. But he imagined her shoes click-clack against the hard stone floors as he would make her way out into the corridor. He drew a picture of her in his mind, looking a little disheveled as she normally looked toward the end of the day. But otherwise, beautiful in every way. Here, Hermione laughed before he could actually see her. Harry felt his heart thump against his chest, the rate having accelerated again at the sound of Hermione. Harry couldn't help it. The mere thought of seeing Hermione and being with her was getting him excited. Harry finally spotted Hermione making her way out the door, looking slightly behind her, seemingly having a humorous conversation with someone. Oh, boy, I wonder who that could be. He blinked repeatedly and rapidly, numerous times, at the sight before him. Not only was she laughing, more like giggling, but could it be true? She was batting her eyes and flirtingly responding to the person behind her. Harry could feel heat rise up to his face in a mere millisecond, blind (laughs) anger tunneling his vision, taking in every minute detail of the blonde boy standing mere inches from his Hermione, Nathaniel (laughs) Kinlan.
0: Harry's mind growled at the name. End of chapter. Harry's so mad!
2: Well, Hermione's getting closer to Nathaniel to prove that he's the one that tried to hex Harry.
0: Well, fucking
1: that's obvious to us. But Harry, in his blind, rage, tunnel vision.
2: Oh, Harry's pissed.
1: Harry doesn't see that. He's just seeing the tip.
2: No. The tip
1: of the iceberg right?
2: Yeah. Of The well, proverbial Harry, iceberg. The tip of Harry's proverbial iceberg is inside out right now.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's another mental image I did not need. Uh-huh. Well, we made it through a
2: chapter.
1: Yeah, we did. I mean, not all in one episode, but we made it through. Uh, I guess I don't have to read that other smut that I had just in case we didn't have a long enough episode.
2: No, <laughs> yeah, this one's plenty long. Promise. <laughs>
1: guaranteed longer than it should be (laughs) Uh, oh chin chin clink
2: i'm only like two and a half glasses of wine in
1: oh wow only two and a half
2: these are are goblets these are not glasses they're
1: two and a half goblets of wine in what are we gonna name this podcast hermione unloaded
0: drugs
1: drugs I cut. yeah, well okay. I'm fine with that.
2: There was so, uh, another like possibility in there, but I still think drugs stood out.
1: I mean, just all of the loads and loads and loads and loads.
2: There were loads of possibilities for this episode. That's true. <laughs> i see what you did there.
1: So uh <laughs> send us that hot smut and those uh horrible dad puns that Hot and Pottered podcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us. Uh, I check that sometimes, even though it's a proverbial wasteland. At Hot and Pottered, I-, I don't know how to do the
2: Twitter. With the it, hashtags and the whatchamacallits and the doodies? Yeah. <laughs> <You're laughs>
1: and the thingamajigs and the whatchamacallits?
2: Correct. Yeah. Correct.
1: All that stuff you uh, scallywags be getting up to nowadays. You know
2: what to do. Yeah. Huh, huh, wink. Huh, huh. And you
1: can review us, like us, follow us on Facebook. Salute. at Hot. And, well, you can leave find us. We're Hot
2: for and Potter Podcast. Leave us those reviews for you. Yes, and, and on
1: Apple Podcast as well. Hot and Potter Podcast. I feel like I'm forgetting something.
0: Email, Twitter, reviews. Email. Share with your friends.
1: Who would you guys shag Mary Hex murder?
0: Oh. Send that to us.
1: And how and why? If you send that to us, we'll read it at the beginning of the episode.
0: Damn. That, yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, you might win a whole two-night stay in the peaceful village of Hogsmeade in Aberforth Dumbledore's bed with his pet goat.
2: Well, Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like the more realistic gift is a night with Filch, but uh, I mean, we're we're trying.
1: No, he said he'd only do one every ten episodes, and we're already almost. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, I'll forfeit my night. <laughs>
1: no, nope, sorry. There's a no takesies vaxies.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll forfeit it.
1: <laughs> no, nope, no takesies vaxies.
2: Whoever wins next week, we'll can reschedule that. Nope. We'll, we no can-
0: takesies vaxies.